0: For blog posts, business tips, and more, check out her website at melaniemitro.com. Now let's get to the show. Here's your host, Melanie Mitro. All right, guys. Good morning. Today, I'm talking about a topic that affects all of us, right? Even the most confident people sometimes get shaken by life circumstances. And I'm going to tell you a little story about myself, right? So when when I first started my Beachbody business uh, almost six years ago, it'll be six years in July, I was this shy girl who when she would come home from the grocery store would open the garage door would hit the button as she was coming up the driveway would pull into the garage and if anybody was in the neighborhood I would hit the button on the garage door so that it would shut before I had to talk to anybody. I am the kind of person that likes to keep to myself. I am not overly social. I get a little anxious when I have to make small talk. I'm not very good at it. I don't always know what to say. I look at other people. I look at my husband, and he is a natural conversationalist. He can talk to anybody, he can make friends with anybody. I, on the other hand, clam up. I get really nervous. I'm afraid that people are judging me. I'm afraid of what other people think. I, I definitely am not your most overly confident person, but I don't stand there and tell myself that, right? I don't say I'm not confident. I'm not confident. I know that I'm shy. I know that it's something I need to work on. And when I, when I became a Beachbody coach, one of the first things I said to myself is, man, You know, I know this is going to be a challenge for me, but I am going to overcome this. And I started to slowly but surely, in my mind, before I would have a conversation with people that I didn't know, or if I knew I was going to be in a social situation where other people were going to be at, I would actually make a mental list of questions or things that I could ask people about so that when I got into that situation, I didn't feel like a deer in headlights. Now, that took a lot of work because I'm not naturally that outgoing person. And still to this day, going into big social situations or doing something new for the first time really makes me anxious. So with that being said, if if I can build, and that's why I think I love this business so much, is that I can build it behind the computer screen and it doesn't force me to have to always be on stage, always be out there talking to people and I can sort of do things in the comfort of my own home, and and I can and that's why I think I love coaching so much. But with that being said, if you're sitting there saying to yourself, "Well, I'm kind of an introverted, shy person," I am too. I'm totally the same way. But I found that my platform and I've built my my confidence through a series of just tips that I'm going to share with you today. You can take a, a rather less than confident person and build those characteristics. So I'm going to give you another story about myself. Um, When I was in college, when I was a a junior in college, I was having some really bad issues with my digestive system. I I was eating and I was getting sick after everything that I ate. And of course, I was eating crappy college food. So I'm sure that that had something to do with it. But it started to become this trigger that when I would eat, I would get sick. And when I would get sick, I would get anxious because I was afraid that I would be in a place where I would get sick in public and I would embarrass myself. And so then I started to correlate eating with getting sick, which started to create anxiety attacks. It caused me to become fearful of social situations because I was afraid I would get sick. And when your nervous system starts to get overactive, what happens? Your stomach gets upset. Your stomach starts to get in knots. You get those butterflies. You get sick. So I was beginning to create this cycle for myself where I was making myself sick in any social situation because, and I associated that with food. And so what happened is I threw myself into a depression, a depression. That was very unhealthy. I ended up having to seek help. I was under 100 pounds uh, my junior year of college. I had just met my, my boyfriend, who is now my husband, Matt, at the time, and I did not want him to think that I was weird because I was having this depression about not being able to live a normal life, and it was causing these intense anxiety attacks where my heart just was like beating and I was sweating and I just wanted to crawl out of my skin and I I sought therapy. I got some medicine and I did therapy and one of the things that the therapist said to me was this. She said, Melanie, you can't run and hide from every social situation. You have to put yourself into a safe social situation where you can easily get out so that you build your confidence. And she said, if you keep running and hiding, you will continue to struggle with this. And I'll never forget that because that is so much like what I'm going to talk to you guys about today. You know, we have to continually put ourselves into controlled, safe situations where where we have to try, we have to be willing to be vulnerable so that we can understand that nothing bad is going to happen and you're going to be okay. Okay. So the first thing that I did is I would go to a party, but I would drive because if I didn't feel well, I could leave. What happened? I went to the party. I didn't get sick. I went home. I said, oh my gosh, I did it. I built my confidence. Then I said, all right, I'm going to go away for the weekend with my friends. All right, but I'm going to drive. I can control that. What did I do? I went away for the weekend. I might have had some anxiety attacks along the way, but I survived. I breathed through it. I came home. I built my confidence. And slowly but surely, over time, after situation after situation... I put myself in where I it was a previous anxiety provoking situation. I learned to control through breathing, through mindset, through positive self-talk. I built my repertoire of confidence so that now I can put myself in any social situation and be able to control myself. And I have a really good just sort of, hey, if I don't, if I can't handle it, I'm out. And that's worked really well for me. So what we're going to talk about today is what things can you do in your business to build that confidence so that you can handle any business situation or or any conversation or objection that you might have when it comes to building your beach body business or any business per se. All right, are you guys in for that? Let me get let me see just sort of a, a thumbs up, a heart if you're paying attention right now. So the first thing that you want to consider is this: nobody likes perfection. When I was struggling with anxiety, all I could think about was people are going to think I am different. People are not going to like me because I'm weird. All right, I am weird. I am different, but that's what makes me me. And so when I even first started launching my business, that was a big thing to me. You know, I wasn't that skinny supermodel with the perky boobs and the nice butt, and I wasn't rocking the bikini. I was wearing Spanx. I had mom body. I had droopy boobs from nursing, and I did not look like those people that are the supermodels, right? And so my initial thought was, who is going to follow me? Who's going to want to join me? I don't look like that. I don't have those clothes. I don't have it all together. I'm not rocking the bikini. But in reality, I was totally rocking me. And I made the decision to put myself out there and say, all right, I want to relate to other moms just like me, other moms that have those insecurities, those self-doubts, those am I ever truly going to be able to change? And I thought to myself, if I can inspire real moms like myself to make a change and to know that you can live a very healthy and fulfilling life, And if I could show them the journey as it was happening, I was going to build that trust with them. And so I took that first leap of faith, right? And I put out my my before photos and my current progress photos, and I wasn't even at my goal weight yet. I had only lost 10 pounds out of the 30 pounds total. But in the back of my mind, I thought to myself, if I share this, if I show people where I've started and they can see the progression over the next couple of years, if they can see me transform, they can see me stay consistent and dedicated and if I can motivate them and share recipes with them and just show them real life and just as it's happening, then they're going to trust me and they're going to see me as somebody that doesn't always have it together but is just doing their best. And so as you begin to build your business, remember all the bad selfies you take, all the bad videos you make, all the less than awesome Facebook posts that you put out there are a part of your story. It's a part of your authenticity. It's what makes you you. Now, of course, you're not going to always just keep making bad posts. You're going to have a bad one here and there. But you become self-aware that that didn't get the response that you were expecting. And you learn to tweak it. You also realize you didn't die in the process of sharing your before and after transformation. Actually, you got a lot more positive feedback than you thought. And so you have to focus on the small wins that you are getting, the people that did like that post, you know, the number of people that did say you were inspiring, even if it didn't necessarily translate into a sale or a new customer, you know that you're making an impact. And that's how you build that confidence and you make sure that you write those things down so you rem- Remember them for the next time. So be you. Don't try to be other people, other top coaches or other top people in your industry. Focus on you because you are a one of a kind. You are a limited edition and nobody should be duplicating you because when you try to duplicate somebody else, it's inauthentic, right? So the next thing is experience matters. Number two, experience matters. So you have to take that leap of faith. You have to jump. You have to jump off of that cliff and you have to build your wings on the way down. This is so critical. You, you know, think about when you first learned to ride a bike and you got on that bike. Did you know how to ride the bike when you first got on? Absolutely not. You didn't know how to ride the bike, but what did you do? You got on, you started to pedal and you fell off the bike a few times, right? And you didn't just say, put the bike away and say, well, I'm done riding the bike you picked the bike back up you tried again but this time you understood balance and this time you realized that if you pedaled you know in that motion you know you could and held yourself stable you could at least make the bike go and then you realized that you could steer And so you started to get better at the steering. And it was over a series of experiences and the fact that you didn't fall and break your arm and you didn't fall into a tree, or maybe you did, but you got back up and you realized that you could do it. And you started to build that confidence. And before you knew it, you were racing to the end of the street on your bicycle. It's the same thing with your business. Experience matters. Making your Facebook post, that is important. That is your attraction marketing. You find out what people want and don't want through trial and error, through being very consciously aware of what is working and what isn't working, reaching out to people, inviting them to join your actual challenge group, the act of, of reaching out and saying, hey, I thought of you. Would you like to join my accountability and support group? And them saying, yes, build your confidence, right? Then what happens is you're like, okay, I got a win. Let me invite somebody else. And so what you do is you invite the next person. You gain another win in that process. And you know what? The one thing that we can't get stuck on is the nose. You know, it's so easy to focus on the negative comments. You're trucking along, you're doing your thing, you're sharing your workouts, you're sharing your nutrition, you know, you're sharing your meal plans, and then you get all these positive people that are saying, you've inspired me to start working out, you've inspired me to go running, you've inspired me to make healthier choices. And then one person comes in and says, I'm unfriending you because you're annoying me and I don't want to see your stupid workout selfies every day. And that one person... Why does that one person get under your skin so much that sometimes it sets you back? Sometimes you actually stop putting yourself out there on social media because you think to yourself, I'm annoying people. Oh my gosh. And so that happened to me. I don't know if that's happened to any of you, but it happened to me. And, and I remember thinking to myself, oh gosh, my friends are going to unfriend me. I'm annoying people. And, and I'm, you know, what, am I doing something wrong? Am I overdoing it? And I remember, it, and it most often it's actually your closest friends or it's your family members. And I remember sitting in the car outside of a family member's house and and my husband said to me, we were having this conversation about, you know, people not liking my Facebook posts or making jabs about it. And uh, my husband actually said to me, he's like, Melanie, are you hurting people? Are you promising people a result that they're not going to get? Are you selling a product that doesn't work? Are you not practicing what you preach and I was like no I'm helping people I'm practicing what I preach I I'm inspiring people I'm not just trying to sell I genuinely want to help people get better results and I feel like I need to use Facebook as my platform you know if I can teach people I can reach so many more people through Facebook and Instagram than I can by just going out there and having conversations every day and and Matt goes then who cares who cares what other people think he said you need to focus On, You know, you need to focus on the people you are helping and forget the ones that don't. So I started getting in the habit of not just focusing on those negative comments, not even reading the negative comments, but also realizing that when somebody makes a negative comment, it has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with the fact that they are not ready to change. You are challenging them with something they feel less than confident in. When people come back to me and say, you know, I'm going to block you or I don't want to follow this. You're just annoying me with your fitness stuff. I think to myself, I'm not annoying you. I'm making you realize that deep down inside, you know, you need to work out, but you don't want to. So it's just easier for you to tear me apart than to look inward or when somebody says I'm too busy, I have kids and my kids are more important and and I can't focus on myself. I got my kids are my number one priority. And how dare you attack me and and say no excuses, never miss a Monday. You know, I I it's more important to nurse my baby and stay up at night and get my sleep than to exercise. Fine. That is totally okay. That is your decision. I'm just saying For me, this is what works for me. Uh, This is what gives me the confidence to be a good mom. You know, and I don't come back and rebuttal and, and throw nastiness back at people. But I just say to myself, it's them. They know that they need to work out. But right now, they can't figure out how to make that work in their own mind. So again, it's easier to attack you. And I've gotten in the habit of saying, if you don't like it, I'll show you the unfollow button. You don't have to unfriend me, but you don't have to follow what I see. You can hide my stuff from your newsfeed, but I love what I do and maybe you love sewing or you love pottery or you love scrapbooking. I'm not going to tell you you're annoying because you share every scrapbooking tip and magazine on your Facebook page, right? That's your jam. That's your thing. Confident. We want to surround ourselves with people that are confident and lift each other up and lift each other's gifts up. People that throw negativity in your face They're not the people you want to surround yourself with anyway. So the next thing is find your circle and and build a barrier around negativity. So I was at church on Sunday. It was Easter Sunday and um, Pastor Scott was talking about this circle, this circle of negativity. And he was talking about how he got drug into this circle of negativity in his life because he was allowing negative people in. He was allowing people to come in and complain and, and give him negative feedback and suck the energy out of him. And he became a negative person as a result. So I want to ask you this. Are the people that you're spending your time with lifting you up and encourage you, encouraging you in your passion or are they dragging you down? Because if they're dragging you down, you want to begin to put some space between those people. And for me, I had to do that with some of my very close family members. You know, when I first launched my business, there was a lot of negativity in my very close circle of family members. And I found myself actually hiding my Facebook post from those people because I didn't want to have to hear those comments because I thought, you know what, I'll just create the barrier. I stopped initiating conversation. I stopped texting. I stopped calling. Uh, When I would go to family events, I talked, but it was nothing about health and fitness. I stayed away from that conversation. I asked about them and the distance was there. I stopped, you know, forcing those interactions. I stopped asking them questions because I was just making that a self-fulfilling prophecy. I stopped calling the people that were that were negative Nellies and that were just blah about life and that always complained and never had anything positive say because when I would leave those experiences, I was drained too. And so I found that as I began to build this wall, this circle of positivity, and I began to keep the negative people at arm's length, my mood began to change. My mindset began to shift. I became a more positive person in this process. And so it's not a bad thing. This business hasn't changed me in a bad way. It has made me realize the kind of people that I want to be around. And those are people that lift me up, that support me, that encourage me to be better. And that is what you want. So are you focusing on the negativity? Are you stuck in that negativity circle or are you surrounding yourself with positive people? And the next thing, guys, is changing your state. So when it comes to building your confidence, you have to change your state. So there are days where, where we don't have a lot of confidence. There are days when you wake up and you feel blah and maybe you have a headache or like today my nose is all stuffy and the aller- my allergies are up, right? But I took a shower. I put on makeup. I did my workout. I drank my shake for breakfast. You know, I'm drinking my water. I'm doing things that make me feel good. I turn on music. I turn on music that that makes me just excited, right? I turn on music that gets my blood flowing. And I say to myself, I am an awesome coach. I am a great leader. I care about people. I truly care about their success. And it doesn't matter what anybody else says, I have people's best interests at heart. When I have a conversation with my customers, I truly want to make sure that I'm helping them achieve their goals. It doesn't matter what anybody else's perception is. I am here to do the right thing. I am worthy. I am, you know, I am accepting. I am a hard worker. You know, I have a good heart and I am going to come out on top. I will be successful in this business and I listen to my music and I tell myself great things. I'm going to attract the right people. Everybody wants to join my team. Everybody wants to buy my fitness programs and be a part of my challenge groups because they're amazing. And I dance and I sing and I do it in my own office and I get those positive vibes going. And I, by the time I sit down to actually have those conversations and answer my emails, I am ready and I am pumped. And this business is the best thing since sliced bread. And it truly is. I do not sit down to the computer and go, Oh God. I had to send these Facebook messages and I got to follow up today and oh my God, I just know this person is going to tell me no, but Melanie says I have to invite them. And so I'm going to send this message, but I really don't want to. And then I go, oh my gosh, okay, I'm going to send this message to this person and I really want to invite them to coaching. But what if they say no? And what if they think I'm just trying to sell them something? If you have that self-talk in your mind, yes, that's going to become a self-fulfilling prophecy. So you sit down and you say to yourself, I am an awesome recruiter. I am an awesome coach. I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but I'm going to figure it out along the way. And you have that mindset of, I will figure it out. I'm awesome. I can do this. Everybody wants to join my team and I have something great to offer. When you come in with that state You change your state, your shoulders are back, your head is up, you have gotten dressed for the day, you feel confident, you will feel confident in what you're doing. And that is really important. If you are a negative Nelly today and you wake up on the wrong side of the bed, you really should not do sit down and invite until you change your state. You should pour into your personal development. You should turn on those tunes. You should, you know, get out your your journal, right? Your journal. And you should journal positive things, good things that are going on in your life, the people you are impacting, the people you are helping, instead of focusing on that negativity. And when you change your state, you change the reaction. You change the response that you're going to get from other people. That is so, so important to what you are doing. All right? So, The moral of the story, guys, is this. It is all about you. I can't make you a more positive person. It is you. It starts with what's inside. It starts with making a conscious decision to be confident, to talk to yourself differently. If you keep telling yourself you don't have confidence, that you're a bad recruiter, that you're shy, guess what? You are all of those things. You are telling yourself that. If you're saying those things to yourself, you're making yourself believe it. So change your state. I want you to write on a little sticky note that I am a bad whatever, badass recruiter. I'm a badass top coach. I am a success club all-star. I am a a five-star diamond elite coach. I am the leader of my team and we have the best team culture around. I want you to speak to yourself the way you're going to, the way you want to see yourself. And every time you start to make a negative comment about yourself or you start to focus on something negative, I want you to imagine a stop sign in your mind. And I want you to say to yourself, I got this. I got this. I'm awesome. I'm worthy. I am meant for success. I I can do this. And I want you to get back to work. And like I said at the beginning, You have to do the things that make you uncomfortable. You have to put yourself in situations that are out of the comfort zone, like inviting to your business opportunity more often, because those are the things that are going to change the way your business runs. Those are going to be the things that change the the end result, but it only comes with you stepping out of the comfort zone and, and being willing to try and take that leap of faith. So, Surround yourself by positive people. Change your freaking state for goodness sakes. Experience, have those life experiences. Let yourself fail. That is a part of the process. People want to see the real you. No one likes perfection, right? Be authentic. And last but not least, Pour into your personal development. Your personal growth is the way you grow in confidence. Speak to yourself in a positive way. And every day, start your day with a grateful heart. And remember, you are worthy of success. So with those tips today, I would love to get your feedback and hear what you've taken away from today's episode. And let's go out there and be confident leaders because if we want to attract our tribe, we have to give them our vibe. Have a good day. Bye, everybody.